Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ in the trip, let the ball blast. Good day, Raji. So we've got a good one for you guys today. We have singer, songwriter, extraordinaire, all-around good time, Sasha Prendez. I now follow her on Instagram, so I can say that officially she is all-around a good time. You look like you're living your absolute best life over there. It's actually just got better, though. You have big things going on right now around the world. Not quite in the U.S., but coming very soon. You're releasing a brand new single. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about oh it? Oh my god, yeah. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for having me. I'm like, yeah, no, we're oh, pumped. so excited to hang out. Um, our new single coming out is called Shake This. And it's crazy kind of how it all came together. But Daryl over here is a musical genius and a director and has had so much experience doing everything in entertainment. And um, yeah, we both kind of were going through the same thing. And we were like, we gotta, we gotta shake this negativity off. We gotta mm. let go of these exes. We gotta let go of these crazy people blowing us up at two a.m. And then we just walk in the studio, and he's like, I got a song. And so we kind of like made it up on the fly, which was really cool. So it's about like positivity and like letting go of anything negative and letting go of negative people. Mm. And it's like a fun, like groovy funky song it's kind of amazing how that just works out sometimes right like real life like what life imitates art i guess right like well i mean i would imagine being sorry to cut you off but it being a uh you know i mean i'm not the creative type at all i love music though like i really love music Music's very big to me he knows this like mm-hmm. you know part of working out and just you know in the car like i'm always in the shower like music's on our house all the time but i cannot play a lick of nothing you know or sing nothing anything but you know I'm sure the creative pro- like, I, like I was wondering when you were talking upstairs you said you know you're in the mirror and you're like I gotta shake this you're like oh that's the song like I wonder is that how the process works or is it different all the time it's it's different depending on what's happening mm. but you draw on your creative oh um, um, spirit and activity alright I mean you draw on things that that affect you and affect your life and affect the lives of others mm. you don't want to do it in an exploitive way but it's right. just mm. oh it, it, that's it's probably the most yeah but it comes from your heart no right names. it's most organic right Yeah, no names no, no names, names. Yeah. no names I'll put it on blast <laughs> speaking of that that's, that for me would be a terrifying part of dating a, a singer is that that's if it doesn't work out, you're probably going to end up in a song at some point. You know, isn't yeah. that like Taylor Swift, yeah. right? And I say all her yeah, her all songs are about some dude that did her dirty. Uh, yeah. No, they're, they're all of my exes should be scared. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, y'all know exactly. She's coming who you for are. you, fellas. In English and in Spanish. <laughs> so <laughs> ya tu sabes. You thought you were safe out there in Kansas? You ain't safe. No, She's yeah. coming. All the <laughs> in their different area codes because they're all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as long as you leave the name out right like you're good right yeah. you think there's some you think there's like two guys like that was about me and another guy somewhere else is like no that was definitely about me oh i'm sure they're like oh man is that one <laughs> about me, me? when this me? song <laughs> drops a few of them are gonna be like oh <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of it can we hear it absolutely our listeners will love it
system on. Hey D, play my song. Do some fun. Enseñame cómo es bailar Break it down I've been like kind of hiding Like improvising My own demising Felt like only waves of sadness That psycho madness Been beat down by the badness No one should ever That's your cat. <laughs> that was dope. That's catchy. That's super catchy. I like it. When I tell you, <laughs> thank you. I was thank amazing. you. Amazing. Yeah, that was great. Now it's... you'll see the end, right, of all of the. 
Those are all like the outtakes. Ah, that's the that's what I was wondering. I think you left, screen, you, right? you left yeah. one outtake in there. I saw. <laughs> yeah, that was natural. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. That was that was so. Right now, that has been released essentially worldwide, just not in the U.S. and is trending remarkably well right now. Right? Correct. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. I know. Dur- yeah, that- Darrell showed up before you. Uh, Darrell is her producer, and he's he's he was quite happy when he got here because he's he's watching all the numbers on his phone. And, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So nobody uh, tells me anything. Can you, can you give us an update? I told him. I told him that. I said, you mean, she's just like, what? What? I'm like, she hasn't even seen this kind of stuff. Before. Every day, yeah. I'm like, do you have an update? He's like, oh, I'm gonna find out. I don't know why everyone keeps this from me. Probably because I'm like very emotional and like very yeah. excited. Yeah, it's your so, baby, right? You so, know if they, yeah. so if they tell me something, I'm like, I gotta call my dad you know yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but exactly. things change every day but yeah definitely tell them more since no you know, you so know. like i said it, yeah. it's like every day more and more radio stations are being added internationally and that was one of the charts that i i showed you mm-hmm. where she's 35 another digital indie a worldwide radio chart was released and she's now at 31 on that chart wow. so uh. we'll hit the u.s chart <laughs> see Used that's why because it's like it's just like if i can cont- put all of that stuff in her yeah. head it'll be like because it's too much for my head actually right, so right and i know i have to keep focused on you know let's let's push this let's absolutely push this, push this. but once the u.s release happens yeah. then we're looking for the u.s charts like mm. billboard and things like that and Hopefully to the moon. Let it run. Let it run. The trend will continue. That's amazing. That's amazing. Everywhere. You pulled in a, a Latin rapper there too, as well, right? Oh yeah. No, yeah, what, yeah. What's his name? That's Sardier. Sardier the sensation. Sardier, Sardier the sensation. Yeah. 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 Like Where's he ma- from? Where's he from? He is from Venezuela, and okay. his story is bananas. <laughs> yeah. Ha- um, yeah. Do you want me? To it's very different. Yeah. You tell. I'll, I'll tell. Bueno. Let's bueno, hear. So, Daryl Daryl. <laughs> and our friend Isaac were out to grab a bite to eat, talking business, whatever, whatever. And Sadier was working like in the kitchen and he had like green hair, tattoos and like little diamonds in his teeth. And and Isaac was like, yo, I really like this guy's vibe, you know, like, hey, come over and talk to us. And so he said, oh, you know, I do music, speaks no English. Oh, wow. And has been I in the States it. for maybe eight months and yeah. showed him some stuff. And then Isaac really took a liking to him. And Daryl's like, well, why don't you come to the studio? And like, respectfully, they bring someone who is working in a restaurant. I'm like, okay, cool. I've been working for a record deal for the last 20 years of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this dude just walks walk into my session? Literally, literally so, the overnight sensation. And this guy's just like, she's looking like, okay, I'm going to keep a smile on my face. But who the hell is this guy? I was like, who is this guy? And of course, I'm like empathetic because like, lat, you know, Latino gang gang. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We, we all come from like oppression of some sort so right, it's like right. we have this understanding and so I was like what's up so I, I kind of like corner him after the session I see some of his work they're like what do you think what do you think I'm like I'm like he's good he, he can sing he gives mm-hmm. me like a Raw Alejandro kind of vibe he can sing he can rap he has a cool look I dig it so I take him aside and I'm like hey but in Spanish I'm like hey I'm like I've been working for this my entire life yeah. I said you just walked in you just stepped <laughs> in some shit like you just somehow like are here right now and I said God is blessing you I have no idea what your story is but you must have been through something absolutely insane because this kind of stuff just doesn't happen yeah, yeah. to people who haven't been through some sort of hardship and I told him I said don't you ever show up late I said don't you ever 
not answer the phone yeah. or fuck me around. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, there's money on us right now. This mm. is my career. I was like, and you need to hit the gym. And I'm just like, hit the gym. Oh yeah. <laughs> I tell Roger all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. There, there are similarities there to the story you were telling about someone just kind of getting a walk on. Right. In Frankie's industry as well. I mean, he he fought for 16 years in the UFC, and there are some guys that literally. Well, we just had one of them on, Mickey Gall, who we love, great friend of the show. We love Mickey, but he literally fought in a regional tournament, one fight, said the right shit in front of the right people, and boom, gets a UFC spot. His second fight, his second pro fight ever. Yeah, and we don't we're not hating on because we love Mick, but that I mean I'm sure I, I I should say I'm not hating on. I'm not a fighter. I know you don't because you love him as well. But does it ever bother you when? When you know young up up and comers just get that shot so early, where you worked hard for it, you know. Nah, man, I'm always looking for out the next generation. You know, yeah. always want to see the next people do well, right. especially a Jersey guy. You know, you don't and, get pissed if they get there based on personality. I, see, I'm not like Patty? I'm not like that. I think no. if, if they got there, they got there for some reason. Like right. CM Punk, how'd he get there? He's never fought a day in his life, mm -hmm. but he made such a big name for himself that people cared to right. see him fight. So to me, hey, right. you did you did something to get there. Sasha, right. I feel the same vibe from you, right? You're happy for him, but you also sort of take that motherly role. Like, I've been here, I've done this. Don't fuck up, motherfucker. Right. Don't, I mean, yeah. you know I mean? Don't mess so, yeah. it up. Don't mess it up. You'd Correct. be shocked with how many artists and people who have opportunities. We actually had someone else who was working on the project, and basically he just completely flaked out, and I had to re-record all of his parts, make them all my own, rewrite shit, do it in Spanish, and I mean, which is great. Obviously, like I love the studio. I love collaborating with D. It's dope. But mm. like, I was really upset that I was like, "Wow, we have to spend another several thousand dollars mm. to go right. back right. to the studio right. and record and the things." Has, has it ever again. come out better though? Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes so it happens it, for a reason, it was right? Meant to be. Yeah. Right, yeah, blessing yeah, yeah. in disguise. It was meant to be. It's yeah. just that flakiness, right? Sure. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone's always like, "Oh, art, you know, oh, I'm an artist or whatever, mm. whatever." And it's like, no, this is also a business. Mm. And even though I'm not like fully, fully business minded, and I'm definitely more of a creative, and there's a reason why they don't tell me everything, which is fine because I'm very emotional and, and passionate. Um, but I do understand business enough to say, hey, you just got to show up. You got to be on time. You got to do your shit. You got to work out. Your body is the most important part as a singer and as an artist. You know, I'm not doing choreography and I'm covered in bruises. I'm like rolling on the floor. I'm like, oh, God, you know, like, but that's just part of sure. the sacrifice. I mean, it's like any, any, any endeavor you take and you want to be successful at it. You got to you got to be on time. You got to right. put the work in. You got to sacrifice. You have to have discipline, all these things, you know, right, so. Right. Um, yeah, these people that are—I bet in your industry that are that are flaky—that's just like I, I like for me. I almost if I know you don't work hard, I have a hard time liking you outside the gym. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I can't help it. I can't help it. I don't mean to because they're nice people, but something about that. I'm sure I would imagine could we go that way with you guys? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can make a mistake. But if you if you're working at, it, I mean, everybody yeah, can right, make a yeah, mistake. Yeah, for sure. But if you're taking certain things for granted, no, yeah, we don't yeah. have time for that. We yeah. you know, we we're on a whole different plane. And me and my crew recognize that almost instantly, and we have no no patience for it. Mm, sure. You know, especially when we're working with somebody who's working as hard as us. I mean, Sasha is into it, and she's dealing with it, and she's you know, and I didn't do this before; I was doing that, but. I'm rolling with you guys, so let's do it this way. If, if, if and, and it's tough and it's different and it's 
we're all in it. If somebody shows up, I mean, that's not that's not yeah. their attitude. We're human, right? Mistakes yeah, happen. Exactly. Patterns don't, right? And you yeah. got to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I saw an interview you you did, Sasha, where you talked about you know getting into the industry and how difficult it was. Your first single, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I, I watched that. You, you shouted out L and G Pizza, right? Yeah, L and B. I meant sorry. Guys from Maine. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. I know it's a legendary <laughs> spot, right? But anyway. Um, I, yeah, I watched it, but I, I saw the interview. You were talking about like all the effort and all the the energy you put into getting it, and how people don't real they hear the song, and they're like, "Oh, this girl popped a new single." Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool. Let's give it a listen. You know what I mean? And they they don't understand the years of sacrifice and effort that went into it. Can you speak to that a little bit? A hundred percent. Especially you know the the song Brooklyn. I mean, that was your first, right? Yeah. So the song Brooklyn was really special to me. So I had um, I grew up in Kansas for about eighteen years. Graduated from KU Rock Chalk. And I always kind of felt like I didn't really belong there. You, you don't know? look like you're from Kansas. You no. do not look <laughs> like you're from Kansas. We're not in was, Kansas anymore. I was the only home oh, man. Never heard that one. Um, how but, does that? Not, not, not to back you up, but how does that happen? I mean, you, your, your, your parents immigrated from Cuba, right, yes. to Jersey. Yes. And then, how do you end up in Kansas? They became cattle farmers. Like what? <laughs> what happened there? I mean, shit, that would have been cool. But no, my dad worked for this big computer company called Ericsson, and at the time, they were like relocating people, and they were kind of like offering this like dope pack. And my parents were like, "Cool." And it was either that or Miami. And my parents were like, "We are not moving to Austin, Miami. Like we, we just, ain't we doing left, that. We just left Cuba. We're not going to Miami." Yeah, they were like, yeah, "No." Yeah. You know, also too, like it's a very different upbringing. So they were like, "Sweet, let's you know be a little more wholesome." Yeah. And I had a bajillion friends. I had the most beautiful childhood. Pool at the end of the street. You know, we didn't have to lock our doors. I'm running around barefoot. Like mm-hmm. it was really nice. Everyone graduated from high school. We had great mm-hmm. public schools. It was really like, it was really like worked out it was yeah it was really nice but then of course i was like i want to be a singer i want to be a pop star and like i graduated college and gave my mom the degree and was like here you go i did what you wanted me to do and now i'm gonna figure it out Mm. and the figuring out part is the most strenuous and i remember i was in a relationship with a man i was completely in love with and he ended up living in london and i remember breaking up with him and me saying like hey intuitively i'm about to go through some really tough shit and i cannot drag you through the mud with me because i'm gonna it's gonna get crazy and i don't know what it is but i just felt it and i have a really good sixth sense you know like i I trust my gut and i i trust god and uh he was obviously devastated but you know we're still friends we're cool but it was truly the best decision for me and then from there, I was like in California and back and forth and traveling. And then finally, um, I was in uh, a very toxic, abusive relationship. And it was, it's, it's a whole other story, but um, it was really toxic. And so I, I finally called my dad and was like, I need you. And so dad pulls up, family pulls up, you know, like when you're going through something toxic, you don't tell people about it. Like I deleted all of my social. I was like kind of a little hermit. And then I was like, this is not the life I want to live. And so I knew that from having a great childhood, from having amazing parents, that I was like, in order to be an artist, like, you have to go through some hard shit. Like, what the fuck am I going to sing about? You know? And I knew that. So I think maybe subconsciously I put myself into these situations. Really? That's interesting. You know? Like, I think I kind of, like, I definitely attracted them, right? Law of attraction. Like, I, I put myself into it. And so July 1st, I'm going to be celebrating seven years moving to New York. And it was one of those, like, packed up my bag, packed up the cat. Dad came and got me. And I never looked back, you know, from that situation. So it was nice to come back to Jersey 
and be with the other half of my family. Yeah. And then New York is the vibe. I'll get into Brooklyn, but that's that's a little bit of the t- taste of the seven years. Now, your parents, when you said, you know, all right, here's your diploma. I'm going to go pursue my dream to be a singer. Were they supportive? A little pushback at first? A hundred percent supportive. Yeah. Since I was a little girl, I, my dad was like, you got this. Like, you want to be an astronaut? You want to be a singer? Whatever you want, you that's can do awesome. it. But I remember us not having, like money to pay the water bill or to have cable and him being like I'll work extra get you studio time and I was like dad I don't even know what that means like what do you do when you get in there like I think I need a producer like who's what songs I have my songs I don't play an instrument what am I gonna do and I'm like crying in the car and I'm just like please don't bring it up anymore because I feel like I'm losing time and I feel like I'm stuck here and I have to finish you know elementary school junior high high school and I just felt trapped it wasn't. It's not the school. most creative area, Kansas. So you had you had no hookups, no ins at all, and you you made your own ins. So, so, it, yeah. so when you were even through young age, you knew you wanted to be a singer. Yeah. Oh, was there a pivotal wow. moment that happened where you just said a song that you heard somebody sing? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. What song changed your life? I think it's something like that. <laughs> oh, I have to say, <laughs> it's so weird, but uh, Kiss. Kiss from a Rose by Seal uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. as a little yeah. kid and uh, the Selena song <laughs> late at night when all the world's asleep and I stay up and think of you and I'm like three years old singing all of these songs and as a kid I would watch the you know the VHS mm. Disney sing-alongs mm. you know and I loved Barney loved Barney so I was my sister God. loved Barney Dude, I I'm loved 10 years Barney. older than my sister she I got loved Barney with there. I was never a Barney fan but oh. I'm with you on Seal. That man had an amazing voice. He, so he landed uh, Heidi Klum for that yeah, voice, right? Yeah, yeah, good for that dude. Isn't that so, that's like so random. I hope to meet him one day and be like, dude, you like got me started yeah, singing. That's amazing. So Are they st- I don't think they're together anymore. No, they're no, no, not no. together anymore. Yeah, she's, He's going to write a song about her. See, men can, we can get back a little bit. We can get back. We men, can circle men back. Men can do yeah. it too. Yeah. Men can get too, yeah, see? So I moved to New York, or I moved to Jersey. I have family support. My dad was working for a company, and uh, he was kind of hit the ceiling there. And so he goes, Sasha, I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to open my own business. He's like, I'm going to need your help. So then I was like, so then I got a job in uh, medical device sales, and then mm. I was covering all the bills for my dad. Oh, wow. And my dad is my best friend. Like, talk about someone... I get emotional when I talk about my dad. But, like, talk about someone who is, like, relentless and has had my back and has believed in me from day one. And so, um, I love you, dad. Um, And so, that happened. And then I ended up falling in love with a boy from Bay Ridge. Mm. And we went on a first date, and that's what I wrote the song Brooklyn about. I went home. You I was like, very happy in that video, playing on the guitar, oh, nice. and and that was my little like my anthem for Brooklyn. Did he take you to LMBs? That's <laughs> he, he did. He did. He did take me to LMBs. He absolutely did. And and yeah, so it has a, a beautiful part. Then I moved to Bensonhurst, where I lived down the street from LMBs, mm. and spent about five years there. Wow. Do you think that? Um, you know, maybe it's uh, can be troublesome in life, I guess, in relationship. But that emotional side to you, which you clearly have, it must help with songwriting, and it must help you deliver passion to your music, right? I would think that's, you know, as 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 I guess as negative as it can be sometimes in per, you know people taking advantage, I guess, of your you know emotional side or, or um, sensibilities can 
can work wonders for you in writing songs and singing songs, well, right? Isn't that pretty much this this single that you just played yeah. was kind of yeah. both your experiences at the time? Well, yeah, I mean, when you, when you go through things like that, it's hard to it's hard to get around it if it's in your face the whole time. I mean, and I was I was dealing with a lot of things. I think there were a couple of things. I had a younger brother who had passed away almost instantly, suddenly from mm. an illness that was unchecked. I mean, he had leukemia. Oh, wow. And they found out about it in six weeks. They gave him six weeks to live. Oh, and to wow. the day, he died and it took me a wow. year to try to get over it. And then everything was just amplified and yeah. everything, no matter what. I mean, I could have tripped on a crack in the sidewalk and said, this is the end. And so mm -hmm. everything was hitting me at the time. And I was just like... <clears throat> How am I going to get around this? You know, and I'm looking, and I'm thinking. I mean, a couple of good things happened to me. One of the things I said, the way that I got introduced to Sasha, was a plus. Was was a positive. And then I don't want that to bleed over into what we're doing. And I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm at my wit's end, and she's at her wit's end, and I'm, I'm thinking, how am I going to? I need to shake this. <laughs> and it was just. Hey, there's a song. Yeah. <laughs> let's Bell do went this. off. <clears throat> yeah, let's do this. And <clears throat> it's different for us now when we hear it. It's obviously it, it's personal. something. It, it's personal for mm. for us. It means something that obviously nobody else is gonna get. I mean, of that's course. that's any man and everybody's song. That's right, Adele. Right. That's Taylor Swift. That's Beyonce. You know, mm. they're singing about things that have mm. happened. It is what it is. You're doing it for entertainment, but it still has a certain thing yeah. you know with it makes it more real right there are, like, there's a, from there's your own life experiences exactly. put it into your music right yeah i mean you don't want to put everything well not about everything yeah, yeah, yeah. but some, some things <laughs> exactly we're not doing that yeah. but ben, I mean, ben johnson back there in kansas that song was about you pal <laughs> no i mean you know it's always different as opposed to being in your head, if it's in your heart, mm. you sing. She sings differently. Sure. You probably fight differently. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it is what it is. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I can't sing at all, but I got about a hundred ballads in me right now that are better X's. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're open. You know, what I'm <laughs> you, know you, you were got, saying you have our emails. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Send Maybe it not a hundred, but I got ten, so <laughs> ten solid ones. <laughs> it's awesome. You were saying, like, does the emotional part of me, like, help? So I saw this meme the other day that was like, okay, let me just be dramatic and then I'll get over it. Mm. And it's kind of like... You know, also with, with friendships and like my dad specifically, if I call him and I'm like, dad, and he's like, I can't understand you. You need to stop crying. And I'm like, dad, I'm an artist and this is what makes me great. I need to let it out. You know, you're the only one that I can talk to. And then, and then he like, you know, comes back because it's like yin and yang, right? Like you need to be logical about things. But then there's a reason why as a woman, like we have emotions. And if something really doesn't sit right with me and I'm emotional about it, like, that mean that needs to be addressed that should be looked at that mm. should be analyzed from a logical perspective and say hey why did this make me feel that way because when you erase all of your emotions or you block them out like you lack connection with other people you lack acknowledging certain mm. things that need to be improved or mm. acknowledging good moments in life sure. by just you know cutting that off so i don't know where i would be without music i don't know mm. where you'd be without music Sweet Lana. Yeah, well, uh, let's right. let, let's speak to you for a minute, Darrell. You've been in the industry a long time. I mean, you you talked upstairs. You said you work with Luther yeah, Vandross, like the Vandross family. Um, 
everybody everywhere the list is so you on you've, and on, you've got I, an eye for yeah. for or, or, or an ear i should say for music <laughs> is this is sasha gonna be our next major uh we're gonna she hear her on uh pop we're on our way we're when, on our way when does this air because by the time yeah, it week, is, she, week, she'll be on her way by be, then you, 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 that's amazing this will be old news she would you'll be like well don't oh forget the little people no i mean listen like I said, I mean, I've been surrounded by, you know, good, good influences mm-hmm. outside as well as inside uh, uh, of the industry. And somebody very, very close to me introduced, you know, her to me and me to her. And knowing that I don't just deal with anybody and everybody. And he was, listen, there's something here that I know you work with mm-hmm. and that you always do good with that type of thing. And he was 100 percent correct. And um just go and do your thing and yeah. so and that's what we did and it has paid off and it's, it's i hope it continues to pay off so you're always i'm sure it, it helps you're always in the studio with her when she's recording then is oh, that yeah that help i'm sure gives you confidence right a hundred percent and there's sometimes like we'll walk in and he'll play me like two seconds of the song and be like okay i wrote a new song here's like kind of what it sounds like and then we just go in and he'll actually stand next to me and I'll be like, okay, can you sing me the melody? And can you sing it again? And then we'll go. And then I'll do it piece by piece. And then I'll kind of like do my own spin on it. And he'll be like, what the? Right. This is coming out better right. than I thought. Hey, because I'm, ah. I'm making suggestions. I know how it goes. Mm. But then when she does her her thing with her style, it's like, and she's looking at me. I'm like, what's the matter? This is this is not what was in my head because it's better than what was in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, because I'm not the singer. Yeah. So right, I mean, right. all you can do is... Like in any creative, like a director, you know, like a, a, right. a, a music producer, it's like I, I know what the script says, and now I'm putting it in the hands of, yep. of Denzel, or, you know, or, or Russell Crowe, or Meryl Streep. Do your thing, yep. you know. I mean, I, this is this is what I have. Work your magic, yeah. and that's when I, I, I drop the things that I think she can do magic. Similar, with. right? I, I mean, you're yeah. when you're in the ring, your coaches are yelling stuff at you. Sometimes, well, I, I mean, it's just for Corey, uh, a, a guy um, that fights for for uh, Bellator, number probably the best two or five in the world, I think. But he's working his way, and I was coaching him the other day, and. You know, he's had a choke, and I'm like, I keep money. He's like, but I got a choke. I'm like, you're in there. You feel it. If you if you feel it, go for it. And boom, he got choked. And I'm sure that's kind of what it is. Like, hey, you're 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 feeling right. it. You're in it. You're yeah. singing it. Yeah. Let me see what you you know what's your, your take on it. Yeah. What do you what do you guys call it? you go you call it uh, being in the zone, right? Yeah, being in the zone, being um right. Do you, you, you have that uh, too? What is the like flow, state? flow state? Flow state. You have that yeah. where just you have days where just things flow naturally and just. It's just an on. I'm sure you have off days as well, right? But when you're in that flow state, you want to be in the studio, right? The you want to be in there getting it done. <laughs> when I get a first take, I'm like, oh, I'm a first take, right, Tina. Right. <laughs> That's funny. I call. I, I do that. Exactly. I say that all the time when I do when I do lines. <laughs> when I do it, I'm like, hey, and like the harmonies, and it'll be something new I didn't do, or then I don't do it right, and I make something else up, and he'll be like. Oh, all right. We all can right. do that let's now. Let's do that one. <laughs> okay, let's but do that. But then if I don't get it, I do sometimes get really frustrated with myself, but then I also have to remember, like, you don't know the song. You are just now hearing this for the first time, and you're expected to just, boom, do it. But I'm so good with improv and, like, mm. on the spot, and that's how I write. I just kind of, like, make things up as I go and just press record on my phone, just kind of, like, let things out. And so... With D, he does the same thing. So it's like yeah. so perfect. But yeah. um, the person who introduced us, his name is Hanan Rubinstein, and he was my mentor. And he mixed my first albums, and we did a project together, an acoustic EP together. And then he introduced me to D. And what did he say about me? 
What did you say, I got somebody. <laughs> I got somebody. You would do well with this person. You do this kind of thing very well. But I got to tell you, she's a lot. <laughs> she's a lot. <laughs> she's, she's she's a a lot. lot. I got to tell you, she's a lot. But if you can get past that, I think good things will happen. I was like, what are you telling me? Who is this person? Why? Why? Why are you trying to torture me? I thought you liked me. It's like, no, no. That's right. She's me and my good. wife said it my daughter. She's a lot. She's, She's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> has any, has anybody passive and quiet ever become great? Like, you got to be a lot, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? You, you got to be a lot. You got to be your biggest cheerleader. Exactly. Exactly. And we vibe first day. That's awesome. I was like, I great. can see it now. I like this song. We should do some pyro. And then, and then do this. And he was just like, yes. Like, yes. Were you, I, I, were you I, like, with, with Shake That, were you like, we need a cat in this video? Shake cat this. is going in this video. Well, she wants a cat everywhere. Oh, yeah. She's a cat everywhere. I am a, I am a cat. She's a cat. You're a crazy cat lady. I am a cat. I have, I have two cats, baby cat and peanut. Okay. And, um, I, you know, I've been a single cat mom for eight years and you know when i escaped that situation in kansas i you know found this cat outside and i was like okay i i can't just leave this little Mm. creature out there and so when it came down to you know packing up and leaving it was like got the cat got the bag and just dipped and so me and baby cat have been through a lot of stuff and then i got peanut but i was like you know cat people unite and like (laughs) it made me a better person you know what i mean like frankie had a cat for a little bit (laughs) Have a cat. <laughs> came through. It literally came through the ceiling. Oh well, we God, adopted so cat. Cute. We got we got some mice. So my wife got a cat. Adopted oh. cat. I, I'm not not that I don't like cats. I like dogs better. <laughs> say that. I don't say I don't like cats. I like dogs better. But we got this cat, and the cat was deathly scared of my dog, which I understand why. And we <laughs> put it in the basement, and it went right up into the ceiling. So we literally had to trap it. It came crashing down through the ceiling. Oh it wasn't. It wasn't mid podcast. I think yeah, Frankie yeah. was down here probably smoking a blunt. But yeah, yeah. the thing, the king, thing came crashing down through the ceiling. <laughs> through the ceiling. Yeah. Cat was stoned. He was yeah, like, yeah, "Where yeah, am yeah, I yeah, going?" Yeah, right, right. Contact eye. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I have cats, and like that's something too that like uh, another platform I'd like to stand for is just like to rescue animals. You know, mm. dogs, cats, yeah, like mm-hmm. any animal that is being you know abused, neglected on right. the streets. Like sure. I don't think it's cool to have cats in the streets of new york like yeah, I just, yeah. it's just terrifying and it's toxic and you can't save everyone but that's something i want to do in the future and then like they're a huge part of my life and they're yeah. like let's just put a giant cat at the end of the video and i was like in. all I'm right in. I'm in. so i'm on the green screen i'm like rolling around on the floor throwing myself around don't know what's happening so he's just like pretend a tiger is coming for you you know it felt like i was in that old school shoot that's like ah oh, give me tiger give me this you know and they do that like in the yeah, movies yeah, yeah yeah and i don't know i love it I this really guy love actually it. was oh. in a commercial with a tiger, a live tiger. Yo. Literally. Was, yeah, yeah, Literally. Yeah, that is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I choked out the tiger, but it was a fake tiger that I choked out. But on set, <laughs> I was about to like, on set no. there was actually a real tiger on set. But I'd right. not, I would not go near yeah, that Yeah, right. <laughs> You've choked wow. out a few guys named Tiger, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wow. That's uh, awesome. So you, you do have some experience in acting. You've done some commercials yourself. Yeah. Frankie and I got our, our feet wet, I guess, a little bit in a in a movie that's coming out. It's um cool. comes out in July, right? July twentieth, twentieth, yeah, July twentieth. It's, it's coming uh, to Amazon. It's, we can, on, we, it's gonna we, be on Amazon. We can say the name of it. It's called The Bastard Sons. Yeah. Kind of a modern gangster type gangster flick. Type. But yeah, yeah. Um, Frankie actually has a pretty significant role in it. He's like one of the main guys. Yeah, one of the f- one of the brothers. We've got one a of the brothers. Film yeah. festival this weekend. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, festival? Um, Lighthouse Festival. Oh, I think Lighthouse, yeah. it's uh, in LBI. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh my god, that's kind of so cool. cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was fun it. for it was a fun. couple jabronis. It's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I've done like teeth whitening commercials. Oh, yeah. I, d- I did notice that, and you're on your Instagram. You have great teeth. Thank you. Great teeth. Yeah. Invisalign. Invisalign. What's the other one? You know, the Hispanic money thing. Um, which vamos pay. I did Vamos Pay, which was a like credit Apple card. Pay kinda thing. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like this credit card commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the NHL New Amsterdam Vodka commercial. Oh no, I, I have a buddy that uh, they, works for for. Um, sure who no, no who owns the 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 what the, the New Amsterdam? It's that uh, Wagon. I don't know. Anyway. It's also with Barstool, so like oh, that was really cool. cool. Yeah, so the like Barstool, is bar, yeah. NHL. Pink Whitney or something, right? Pink Whitney's the new Amsterdam or something like that. It was so fun. And I'm sitting there and of course, green screen, another green screen, the camera's coming in. You know, it was really fun. So I've done a lot of cool stuff. Do you sing in these commercials at all, ever? No, I I haven't. Actually, well, I did this teeth whitening infomercial and they were like, hey, will you just sing? So I just like made up on something on the spot, like snap. You had to like snap, click and brush or something like that so i was just like making things up but that one airs at like four o'clock in the morning because it's a really long infomercial so one day my uncle takes a takes a picture he gets up for work at four and he's like is this you and the whole family's like cracking up and i'm like yeah so it's it's fun it's ever interest you to switch directions and get into acting or music has always been your main focus music is number one but i have been acting as well even like as a little kid and i'd be in the school play and musicals mm. and stuff like that never got like a lead role when they i was kind of go hand in hand though right i, mean, I act in my own music videos right, you know right. like putting on a show telling a story yeah. I mean, you, 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 you played multiple different characters in the one yeah, just yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it reminded me when the dancers came out in the background remember um Robert Palmer, Simply Irresistible. When, when I was a little kid, I thought those, that I was, was like looking at those girls, and, oh my God, these girls are beautiful. And when the girl, the, the three people Everybody came out in the back all in black. You thought Robert Palmer was going to come yeah, out? Yeah, I was like, like this, 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 this is like Simply Irresistible. That brought back some memories there, so thank you yes, for that. Oh my God, thank that's you for that. so Roger's dating himself a little bit, that one. I'm a little bit of an old man, I am. Oh my Frankie's God. a total five years, what, six years? Six years? Seven. seven. Is it seven years younger than me? All right. Anyway. Well, with acting, singing, you know, songwriting and all of that, I do have to bring it up was I used to be a fighter. Like yeah. I, I used to kick ass and I think that every a lot of things that I learned from that experience parlayed into your career. 100%. Yeah, because I mean, like we were talking before, like takes discipline, dedication, all that stuff. That that gets ingrained at a young age. You said you were a black belt in taekwondo, right? Yes. Yeah. So I started when I was 11. And I was at Gocho's Martial Arts in Missouri and Kansas. Mr. and Mrs. G. Mrs. G won uh, a medal in the Olympics. Oh, wow. I forgot what year, but she is a savage. And they kicked my ass, for sure. Um, But, you know, right when you walk into class, you know, it's like you take off your shoes, you have your uniform on, you bow, Mm -hmm. you go in there and you, you know, you say the lines, you know, about integrity, respect, discipline. Mm -hmm. We would meditate. We would do, you know, visualization. And then we do a ton of exercises and whatnot. And then when I was um, 12, 13, I was asked to be on the elite team, which was like the Olympic sparring team. Mm -hmm. So I started competing in sport taekwondo. Yeah. Which was so fun. Tournaments. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Tournaments. Wow. We would travel. And then Juan Moreno, who is a Taekwondo champion, Olympian, he also invited me to be on peak performance. So then I was also on that team and would train with some incredibly savage people. So, I mean, we're talking up 4 a.m., 
drive to class, drive to practice, running miles in Missouri, which is like very, very hilly, dying. I'm 13 years old, 14 years old, you know. And I think one of the most important things or one of the things that I was thinking about on the way here was um, that was such a critical age for me. Um, It's one of the most insecure ages. It's Mm. one of the toughest times in school. You're Mm. really just trying to figure things out. You just want to make friends and kids are mean. And I had fighting, Mm. you know, and I used to fight guys in class. Like I was a savage and I won. My last competition was at the AAU Nationals and I won gold after cutting like 15 pounds in two days. Damn. Which is awful. And we can jump into that. that. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I I quit after that. Like I I left on top and I felt really guilty for leaving. But I just was like, look, like I want to be a pop star and I can't break my face True. but I, I, I would imagine i would i would imagine that a lot of the 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 <clears throat> just like you said just the the principles that you learned in in, in taekwondo you approach you you applied it to what you do in singing you know i mean like you said you said you got to be on time you got to do this like that's definitely from martial arts oh yeah right? you know oh 100 I mean? yeah. and like not giving up either and yeah I used to be the crybaby of the mm, team, is mm. what they would say. Miss G would be like, who is the biggest crybaby on the team? And they're like, Sasha. And then um, a year later, they were like, who used to be the biggest crybaby on the team? Sasha, but yeah. she's barely cried this year. And I was like, I was like, yeah, right. I guess that's good. Yeah, I, guess. I guess that's good. And my dad was my coach. My dad's a black belt. My mom. Oh, I was going to awesome. say, you sound like you had yeah. really like phenomenal parents, right? To, yeah. To, to like support you and push you and and all these endeavors you know i we both have amazing parents as well so i think that's a key part of a crucial part of how you're going to turn out in life you know what i mean do you train at all anymore so i mean i work out now i'm really into pilates but uh which couldn't be further from it but i do love to train i do love to kick the bag um i broke my leg as a kid so i had to retrain the left side of my body so Uh i was actually like i would fight ambidextrous like Mm. I oh, wasn't just um, strong on one side. I so that... saw, but we got a heavy bag right outside the door. If yeah, you we can have some cracks fun. Yeah. I'm down. I'm well, down. you're in a city. Hansel Gracie has a pretty good Muay Thai program. You probably love Muay Thai. You know, I haven't really gotten into that. Yeah, you'd too much. love it. You'd love it. I mean, it's, you put your background. You'd love Muay Thai. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love to kick. I'm a little weaker yeah, upper yeah, body strength, yeah. but I can. You know, I'm super yeah, flexible. Kick them kicks over around. The Taekwondo is more kicking. Taekwondo is very Taekwondo is like the athletic form of karate. Super like those jumping kicks, yeah, the yeah, spit, the spin like like, like the, the hook, this like like Edson Barboza. Yeah, That's all like the heel spinning uh, heel kicks. All Taekwondo. It's yeah. so fun. Side kicks, spinning yeah. back kicks, all right. Taekwondo. Yeah, my favorite. Muay Thai is more knees and clinches, knees, and... elbows, you know, low kicks, yep. stuff like that. Gotcha. But no, Joe I, Rogan's I a big it. Taekwondo guy. Oh, really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. He oh my god, I pr- love him. Pretty, pretty good. He's, he's listening. Say hello. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Joe? I'm Sasha Prendes, and I'm a big fan. I follow you. <laughs> no, it, it's it was so fun, and and again, like my dad was my coach, and so I would do. Everyone would be like, "Don't be friends with your competitors." Well, I'm super girly, so I'd be like, I'm the pink kicking princess, you know, as a kid. I'd just be like, you know, wow. So I always wore, like, hoop earrings. I was, like, always embracing, like, my Latina side in Kansas. So I had hoop earrings. I'd wear makeup, you know, before a fight. 
And I go in there and I'd be sitting down on the side of the mat and I'd be like, oh my God, hi, I'm Sasha. What's your name? And become friends with them. And it kind of made it difficult for some of the girls to fight yeah, me because they'd, they'd be don't. like, what oh, the they're my friend. And I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And one of my favorite moves was this move. They called it the Dragon Ball Z because the one punch you could do was like the cover punch, mm. you know, so you could kind of like hook the foot when they with your wrist when they come to kick you and then punch here and then you can turn them right. and then get a, like just a solid body shot on the mm. hoku. And I just did this one thing. I went boom and she fell on the ground and they gave me a point. And they were like, yeah. what was that? Dragon Ball Z. So, <laughs> so that was super fun um, to, to fight and to have my dad. And sometimes he'd be like, no, no more of this. No more of that. Do this. But, you know, super coachable. And, and a lot of people have a hard time, I think, you know, competing or doing things with their parents. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I was like, dad has to be there. He just but being coachable. Frankie just went through this with his son last weekend. Yeah, well, I what happened? No, no, I'm just saying being being coachable is tough. <laughs> for, for 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 father and their their children. It's hard <laughs> to coach. You know, it's tough for for the kid and for the parent. You know, but um, yeah. My father and I, he's my best friend, always has been. To this day, I call my dad for everything. We couldn't work together. We literally couldn't do a project together. We just butted heads so bad, and he'd walk away or I'd walk away. It was just, it's just he, he. I thought I, and I, it was he was right. I was wrong. Of course, he's right. I was a kid that thought I knew how to do it better than he did, and I, yeah. But um, yeah, we just could not do projects together. But always has been my best friend my entire life. I love that. Yeah. And I- but being coachable, I'm sure, helps with you know working with you know other other artists and other producers and you know songwriters. Well, see, that's the 100%. thing. Right? That's the yeah. thing. We seem to have absolutely no problem. Mm. But she'll tell you, everybody who, from the person who introduced us to all your family members, are like, I can't believe she's not pushing back against you. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Well, one? They haven't what seen our WhatsApp chat. Well, exactly. But... <laughs> everybody was like. Oh my God! This is so great. She's not like, like everything's fine. It's like, it's like my God! I want, she told us she doesn't want to do this. She want to do that. But she, you guys are just going and going and this is great. Everybody was like, man, she's gonna. Get it. And then everybody from Louis, your father, everybody. This is new to me. <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody said she's watch. Well, uh, what she's you gonna suggest this thing and she's gonna wanna do that. And wow. Gonna, and no, wow. never happened. And it's been all good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been really good. Obviously, this yeah. couple of things. What I do you will. mean? What do you mean this and that? The music video shoot. You know, it's in my head and a couple of sketches here and there. But you know, to try to tell somebody. Now there's another you on the other side of it, and just rolling with okay, fine, and mm. say up, and she's like, okay, like this, no, like that, but that's really difficult to put mm. what's in your head and totally so, yeah, in somebody right, else's head right. when there's nothing there. Oh, with the green you know, screen, all, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right, and right, now right. you see, you know, everything in the environment which wasn't there. We had to create that painstakingly, right. day after day, night after night, and to. To try to explain that to people, the dancers, you know, this is, there's a person and it's her and she's going to be here. So when you come in, you look at her and they're just like, (sighs) why am I looking this way? Why not? Just do what I'm saying. (laughs) It's like, it's going to be fine. Trust the process. Exactly. Exactly. But I, between us, we've been like that from the, you know, from the beginning. So I never, 
You, you know. sure those behind the scenes cameras in the studio aren't going to say differently, Daryl? <laughs> if you sure? Look, if you look you sure at about that, that? <laughs> if you look at that, you'll see us. I'm more frustrated with everybody else right. and not oh her. Oh my lady! Don't, 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 don't even don't start. Don't even don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. To, don't people, say to people who should have gotten it and should have been able to understand, and they were just like, huh? And I'm and Sasha's like, okay, <laughs> shake this. So, I'll look at him. I'll look at him and I'll be like. <laughs> You can see on my face. Oh my God! I was growing hair. Was like, he has this passive aggressive laugh, and Naomi's like, "The PSL, you're doing the yeah. PSL." He's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's keep let's, it together. Keep it together. Exactly. No, I actually breaking I wrote, things in the bathroom. Oh my God! I used to. Well, I'm. I write a lot of like sad girl music. Mm. I've been through a lot of shit, and so my last album was like really dark. I have a song called Percocets. I, I, I listened to that. Yeah, that. that was you know I. It's a second song about. Seems very East Coast. Molly Seems Perkins very East Coast. Molly Perkins. Right. Very East Coast. East Coast. Stuff. It yeah, was an East yeah, Coast yeah, thing, yeah. and unfortunately, um, that person I loved passed away. Oh. Um, and it not, was. A, I mean, it was not a, from from person. There was definitely like some mm-hmm. some issues mm-hmm. there. Right, right. Um, and God rest his soul. But it was one of those things where I was telling Daryl, I was like, Hey, I wrote this song, this other song, and it's like sad and whatever. And he's like, Sasha, you don't have to beat the sadness into people. Like you can <laughs> sing a sad song and have it be a little bit more of a bop, a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, and so a lot of the work I did with Hanan, you know, Brooklyn was like my one happy song. And then everyone's like you're so happy all the time. You're such high energy. Like, mm. people love being around you. Why do you sing depressing music? And I'm right. like, because I'm a, my tar black soul, you know? And so <laughs> so when they were like, hey, you're going to do, like, pop music or whatever, whatever, I was like, I'm down. I'm open to it. So if I'm unsure about something, I'll be like, hey, what about this? And, and they'll work with me. But I'm never like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. I'm like, y'all know what you're doing. And I'm just going to smile and have a good time mm-hmm. because I am having a good time. Absolutely. And their ideas are bomb and this one <laughs> the things in his brain i have no idea but it's it's awesome and and i love and appreciate so, it so like much. Uh, both these guys question for both of you. Like, who, who do you draw inspiration from like th- throughout when you were a kid to now to, to you know stuff like that so like as a as a create your writer and then as an artist you know so taylor swift mm. you know i was also in like junior high fighting at that time when her music came out and going through a lot of that you know weirdness as a preteen and i loved how she called people out and she was super honest and vulnerable She'd with her written a writing. lot of songs about a lot of men oh hell my yeah. daughter who's eight just went to see her and <gasps> had the time of her life i'm so jealous after i'll show you some pictures out i was she's with all big girls and she's like the little girl and oh she's having God. she lived her best life that day yeah she just kills it and she has such a great connection with her fans and that's something that i've really learned from her and want to do and like have a bunch of meet and greets and secret sessions and things mm. like that because the fans are what make makes you, it all go around and, you know, she, when I'm there, like, crying on my bathroom floor, you know, I just felt like Taylor was, like, there with me and was like, it's going to be fine or mm-hmm. it's okay to let it out and do that. And her, Drake, Adele, Sarah Bareilles, um, these are people whose music became the soundtrack of my life. Mm-hmm. And because of how much I've been through and how much <clears throat> depth I have and how much soul and passion I put into everything I do and this one too it's like we want to be the soundtrack to y'all's lives mm. because there's just something about music that is like universally accepted with all humans doesn't matter where you're from doesn't matter what language you speak mm. our brains are all for some reason I mean scientists still don't understand completely why that is but 
music is there for you in a way that soothes the soul people yeah. can't be and yeah. and it's a way to like you know i'm there with you even though obviously we're not i saw adele sing one time and I, I i wouldn't have ever thought i would be an adele fan but ever since i saw her sing i'm an adele she is a singer she's not a performer she literally was up there with no background dancers, no backup singers, no, just a microphone, and absolutely killed it. Yeah. And I think she sang the deep maybe when when it was MTV Music Awards, but there was it was a lineup of all performers, and then there was Adele who was a singer, <laughs> and like I, she's the one I remember out of everybody. You know what I mean? Just absolutely belts it out. It's like there's a song for every. Moment, occasion in your life, mm -hmm. right? There's come some song for for any feeling. Biggie for you. Stage. Well, Biggie's what I run out to, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's you know, I can make any song relative song, to what though. I'm doing. You know, that's why yeah. I'm always working out. I mean, you know, you've got a tattooed on you, Frankie baby, right? The most shady, most shady, the most shady. Yeah. Oh my god, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He he's come. He's been in the UFC for forever. Um, and he always runs. Have you since day one? It wasn't day nah, one, since right? day one since two thousand nine. No, since two thousand nine, yeah. always comes out, and he's got a, he's got an entrance like nobody. He sprints out right to yeah. the cage, but it's always Biggie playing, and it's just the whole crowd yeah, just gets yeah. hyped. I music that. does that to people, right? Hell yeah. It's an Obviously, his energy they play off, but the music too. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Who influenced you, D? Wow, that's fairly easy, my my mother and and father played no instruments <laughs> at all, but just put all of this inspiration and music into my oldest sister, who constantly just pushed it into my head. Everybody mm. from back with um, Motown and mm. <clears throat> Watts to um, Led Zeppelin, mm. the Beatles, I mean, just all over the place. Yeah. And not realizing that's what you're growing into and growing up to. Um, now, maybe 30, 40, 50 years later, you listen to that stuff now and people are con comparing stuff that I've done with Sasha to things that I heard and wasn't hearing at, at the time. But she sounds like this artist from the 70s and mm. this person. This, I'm hearing Donna Summer. I'm hearing Diana Ross. And, and I'm like, really? <laughs> and so and it's like, and they're, and they're writing this. Mm. And I'm so there's proof that people right, actually said this. There are people saying this and I'm just like, and then I'm, I'm looking at the person who's working the business end with me and she's saying this is obvious mm. you know we all feel that way yeah. and I'm just like wow I didn't know but my mother was extremely creative and my father was extremely supportive and mm. my mother was a school teacher but she created designs for clothes she sewed she made coats and suits for us to wear when we were kids not because mm. we couldn't afford it but that was just her thing and mm. she was a painter she did artwork and that's why I got into that mm. they both inspired me and whether I wanted to or not they took me to movies tons of movies and I was listening to those types of things whether it was an action movie or a musical mm. and all that music stuck in my head so mm. I think that they were the biggest influences in my life and if I had an, you know my older brother I'm number four of nine kids wow. <laughs> and, and they just picked me you know, we want this guy to do this, and we want this guy to do that, and it didn't bother anybody else. But it was just, it just stuck. And yeah. I had an older brother who was a drummer, and I want to be like him. I want to play the drums, and then he jumped from the drums to the bass. Okay, I want to do that, <laughs> and he jumped from the bass to some keys, and I learned how to play the keys. And we were just doing all types of things. So I think my family mm. had the biggest influence. I mean, but obviously I loved all of the music I was mm. hearing, but. 
it's they really yeah. they that that's what stuck with me. It's great to hear both your parents were were a big instrumental part of why yeah. you do what you do. For sure. Yeah. That's that's what families is what it's all for. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. Hundred yeah. percent. You brought up Zeppelin. What's that young band? Uh, Greta Von Fleet. Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> I mean, for a little, yeah. for a young kid. Right. I mean, the voice on that has yeah. a lot of similarities. Is that yeah. Do you think so? It, some. Yeah. Some, but I think that the stuff from Led Zeppelin, where it was so syncopated, and the, you know, some music, some of the group is playing four floor, four floor, yeah. you know, uh, uh, timing, and he's doing triplets on the drums. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's making no sense there, mm. and that's what stuck out to me. It's yeah. like let let me listen to what these guys are doing. It sounds different. Yeah. Some of the Beatles stuff, like a Day in the Life. That sounds different. That's not a regular pop song. I mean, they're telling a real story and it's going from one type of music to another type of music. That was always the thing. And that, I think, really influenced what I do now. All of our songs have beginnings and middles and bridges, which is a lot of pop music, a lot of R&B music. Has not, you hear the same repetitive Do you think throughout. today's music has lost a little of the, the soul of old? It, I wouldn't say that. I think <clears throat> there's a lot of things that influenced those people at the time to do those things. Sure. And as times changed, different things influenced mm. the people to do what they do now. Yeah. But so it's very different. I mean, I'd love I don't do rap. I can listen to some rap from every gener from, from every decade. Mm -hmm. I like parts of all of it, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I work out six days a week. People are always you, wondering. You like new school rap because I'm an old school rap. I, guy. I don't. I don't. I can't see you working out to Takeshi like Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything. You're in the industry. You're in the industry. I like everyone. But when I'm working, people. Kumbaya, people, <laughs> my lord. Kumbaya. They're shocked when they hear what I'm listening to. I'm always having my headphones on. They, what are you listening to? And they hear me listening to film score stuff. Mm. Because it's it's different so well, I can for oh, working out that's yeah, probably pretty that's good that's very different you know? because Hans now Zimmer yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hans right. Zimmer Jerry Fielding John Williams yeah. um, my goodness I mean it goes on and on and on Trevor Horn uh, all of these guys you know um don't get me started <laughs> don't get me started I mean and that's that's inspirational stuff. I mean, so you're just because uh, you, you've been in the industry a long. You're just as excited about it today as you were absolutely. when you were younger. People you working it, with somebody like Sasha. My thing is, I work with people who are established, and they're doing their projects by the numbers. They're mm -hmm. resting on their laurels. They owe mm -hmm. somebody a record, uh, a record company, another record, another uh, you know, another album project. When you work with somebody who's, I'm, I'm driven, I'm trying to get there, mm. that inspires me, sure. mm. which can then uh, turn into inspiration for her, yeah. and that's the exciting part about it. Can I do this again with somebody who hasn't been there yet and who really wants to get there? And if I'm acting like I need to get there too, now it's like, okay, let's, let's do, do this. it together. Let's yeah, do yeah. It. Exactly. That's that's the exciting I part love it. of it. Now, Sasha starts dating someone new. Do you pull that guy aside and be like, "Listen, motherfucker, listen, don't fuck don't up." Be late. Actually, no, no. You probably say, "Fuck up," because you know that's going to be the She's next great be single. Yeah. We got another some single. good ammunition. We got bro. another good ammunition. Be toxic, bro. Be toxic. We got another. It happened the other day. I I felt like I got ghosted, and I was like, "Wow, this is so disrespectful." And then I I told D, I was like, "Hey, like." 
I did all this stuff. I thought, you know, I was like keeping it cool, keeping my space. Like I liked him. I wanted to just get to know him. And I was just like, yo, like you're chasing twos and threes and then telling all your friends you're fucking me. Like, what's this about? And right. he's like, that's, that's the a next song. song. That's a song. That's a song. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just spitting fire on the regular. You're living dude. life you to do, get experiences. You right? do live a fun life. I follow you on Instagram. I, sh- I did a little scrolling. Where's that rooftop party, pool party? I want to go there. Oh, can you, my God. You, you, you have, have to come. You have to invite Frankie and I to the next one? You guys one? have to come. It's called Sweet. Summer Club. It's it like looked amazing. right across the water. It's Queens, right? Yeah, it's yeah, in Queens uh, at like yep. the Ravel Hotel or something right yes. there, and you can like see the whole city. <laughs> Yo, that was lit. I got I in the pool. Like so much <laughs> I never get in the water. I'm so like, much I'm fun. in the water. It I'm was just saying, such maybe, a good time. Maybe you can, you know, hook let's us do it. Up. Yeah, let's yeah, get right, a right. table yeah, and yeah. let's yeah. let's get lit this summer. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's like hot. It looks so much fun. It looks so much. There fun. are a few events that are coming up. I can get this guy out about twice this summer. Maybe. Oh yeah, we'd love to. Oh my god, we're close. We're close. You have to come. We're only an hour away, so right. yeah. Yeah, we have a bunch of events coming up, just from like the single release parties. <laughs> exactly. And, and do you love the city life? I mean, you live in the city now, right? I do love it. You love it. Yeah. Um, the it goes first, hand in hand with the industry, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. And like when I first, you know, my very first time driving by myself, you know, over the Verrazano Bridge, mm. going to Brooklyn to just kind of like go out. I'd go by myself, and they'd be like, "Oh, who are you here with?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm waiting for my friends." Mm-hmm. Don't tell any man that you were by yourself at a club. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so mm, that's I just true. I would go and I would just make friends. Yep. Um, and I loved it because I just finally felt like, oh my god, this city goes my speed. It goes my pace. Everywhere else was just too slow for me. Mm. Like I love LA. I love Miami. I love <clears> all of these <throat> other places. They have pros and cons. And New York has its own cons as mm. well. But the movement. The straightforwardness, the directness, mm. it's made mm. me a lot tougher. Like yeah. I said, oh, I was yeah, the sure. crybaby mm. of my sparring teams. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was like, okay, I got my shit together and, and Brooklyn definitely like whooped my ass in, in a great eat way. It you alive if you let it. Yeah, it will. And Jersey a lot of people too. flake yeah. out. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. New yeah. Jersey too. New Jersey yeah. lifestyle, you know, and like my dad living here for the last, you know, 30 years. It's just like... Mm-hmm. You know, the rat race. It, rat the, race. Yeah, yeah, East Coast, yeah. but it's yeah. fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's you it. know, like like I'm here for quality, not quantity, baby. <laughs> yeah, <what> exactly. <laughs> now, um, obviously, I mean, you said you've been to L.A., right? I mean, there's the two meccas are really L.A. and New York, right, for music. <laughs> yes. And you decided New York is where you wanted to be. Hundred percent. Because you tried L.A. or no? I did spend. Did. I did spend some time out there. I'd go back and forth. Ay, mira, mira la cara que tiene, mira Don't la cara que tiene. Don't about LA. Uh-oh. I love LA. <laughs> yeah, we love everybody. We love everybody. <laughs> Kumbaya. <laughs> no, but it's like, my issue is like, I mean, the traffic is crazy. You can't really walk yeah. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everything closes relatively early. Right, and I think yes. If you're yes. from New York and you're saying traffic is crazy in another part it's of the It's different, bro. Exactly. It's different. And our driver, I have a car the in New York car, traffic right? is a little bit predictable. Yep. LA traffic, LA, it's, it's not, all yeah, the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 100%. And I just felt like, too, the biggest thing in business was different. Like, you would go there and, and you'd play your song or you'd record something, and then it would take forever to someone to get back to you, or they'd be like, Yeah, you know, this is like really cool. Mm. Like, we'll let you know. And then they never call you. And then in New York, they're like, Hey, you know what? Yep. This sucks. We're, we're up, going we're, in a we're up three hours earlier than that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That matters. That matters. It too. really does. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. I love that it's, you know, 75 every day but like i need winter 
I need rain. You know, like it was, you, you like know, the seasons. it was like cloudy in the morning today yeah. and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, this is a nice sleeping day. I'm going to, I'm going to write a little, like, I, write I, a little I, I love the summer. I love the summer. Yeah. Right. I love it. I'm always like, man, am I doing it wrong? You know, people, it's Florida of summer all the time. But I think the reason I love the summer so much is because the winter Four sucks. Seasons, yeah. You know, I it's love like the what winter. It, it's a summer sweetness is given to you by winter's bitterness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the winter but is like, lit I, here. The winter's great. The winter you know is I mean? lit here. Seasons, the four yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah, if you can experience cool. the different yeah. the it changes is, yeah. of seasons, yeah. it's really good. But I think the difference between I think LA is normal and we're so used to being abnormally fast in mm. New York mm. that we think something is wrong over there. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when it's really us, yeah. insanely rolling. Yeah. We are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. There is no place on earth. That you can do whatever you want at any, any time, time yeah. of the yeah. day, Very day or night. Yeah. I, think, I think just my, I know you guys are got to watch what you say, but just my experience with being out there is... <laughs> it's your they show, can you be, can say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say it, too. It can be a little pretentious, and people might not even give you the time of day out here. You'll at least get a fuck off in New York. You right. Know what I mean? uh, you they'll know, they'll you definitely know say something to you, you know? So, you yeah. know it. And I appreciate yeah. that, and I think yeah, that's I what made too. me tough. I that's what too. made me tougher. And exactly. like, I am very friendly in Kansas. You know, like, we don't beep. You know, they're like at a stop, you know, four way stop. It's like, no, you go. No, you go. <laughs> ain't happening. Yeah. I grew you know? up in Maine. Same thing. No, yeah. you totally yeah. get it. Yeah. You know, and everyone's like, you know, they'll meet me and they'll be like, you're not from New York. I'm like, you know, I'm here almost it's... seven years, <laughs> but I'm just like, hi. And like, I'm in the building and these people walk in the elevator and I'm like, hi, how are you? What floor are you on? Oh, you're I just like, moved in. Looking at you all yeah, fucking yeah, side yeah. eyes. And they're like, you ain't from around here. I made a group chat actually called Sexy People of OMS. And so I just started making friends in the sauna and the gym and the different places and I'd be like oh my god like you're young and hot like do you want to join this group and so now like we throw parties and like we all get together we all take care of each other's pets when we go out of town like oh, that's cool. I've started like I'm very that much that would a, not happen in any other part of the world other <laughs> no, than New York no and, it wouldn't. and everyone's like you're so weird but then they love it because everyone's like wow we've made such really good friends yeah, and connections a little community and, I really yeah. like mm. I I believe in that because I had that growing up back mm. home. You mm. know, like if something happened, like your neighbors would come over with food or right, like help, yeah, something yeah. with work, and they'd pick up your kids from school. Like it was very community and Latinos también. You know, like yeah. we're very community oriented. So yes. I wanted to to build mm. that. I try to build that everywhere I go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I could give you a story about LA, but not on the air. Uh, <laughs> after, afterwards, yeah. after. you, can, you are not going to believe it. It's, <laughs> It is what it is, though. His stories are we, fucking nuts. <laughs> we love everyone. <laughs> um, so I don't know funny. if you want to speak to it at all, Sasha, but I saw, uh, again, in an interview you did, your, your parents had a crazy escape story from Cuba? Yes. So, so both of my parents are Cuban, and I'll start with my dad's side. So my dad's side, my grandma and, like, her father and her father and his father... Um, we owned like the biggest coffee plantation on the island. Like you're oh. talking like twenty thousand acres, wow. I think, like within the mountains of Cuba. And um, my grandma used to ride horses, and they had like you know a massive farm. And and when the regime happened, and everyone was, the, it's it's so complicated. But what happened was Castro is a terrible person, but also a genius, you know, and a lot of evil people are really smart and mm. manipulative. So what happened was 
everyone was kind of convinced that like they needed to overthrow the current government and that this next person was going to come in and we needed change and they were like we want you know they were just promising like free everything and free this and free that so they would go and and you know start rioting and doing all types of stuff so one of the first things that the government did was they came in and they changed the currency so my great great grandfather or great grandfather literally buried like you know the cuban peso like in jars in the ground and then his brother traded it for gold and silver which was the smart thing to do but at the same time you know my great grandfather was like you know old school like there was a different time you're talking like the 20s the 30s the 40s the 50s and then um he would do this crazy thing where he they would come in and they would take your son and they would be like if you want your son back you need to tell us who's a part of the rebellion and these people, like, they had no choice but to save their kids, so they would go and rat on their neighbors. And it was just, like, this super crazy toxic thing, and they bombed the farm. They bombed our farm. Wow. And they killed so many people. Um, and then my grandfather's brother went to Madrid. And so my dad's, like, a peanut, you know, it was three boys. It's my dad, and my dad's the oldest of three. And they lost everything, like, literally everything, and had to just give it up go with the clothes on their backs and they went to madrid and my grandpa worked at this like chinese restaurant so the kids ate chinese for two years straight and you know came to jersey selling fish on the side of the road my grandma was working at an envelope factory and my grandpa ended up working at general motors for many years and and retired from there and we i was born in elizabeth and that was kind of where a lot of the cubans um kind of migrated and we had like this whole community there and it's just so interesting because you know there's so many countries that come that have like oppression everyone's trying to escape and there was just something really unique about the cuban situation that like the island was like popping i mean look at the cars everyone's like oh the old cars oh everything here it's just sad because cuba is currently crumbling Mm. and they do make money from tourism but they don't invest anything in rebuilding the infrastructure and it's really sad there's no food it's illegal to fish you can't kill a cow really you'll wait in line for castro's family still still in charge yeah so now it's this other guy i believe his name is diaz but it was castro and then it was his brother raul and Mm. then you know he passed away and then there's this other guy and you know they post online like oh we've won our 24th election and they'll say things like what dictatorship and it's just it's just truly heartbreaking Mm. but i will say the cuban people are some of the most happiest people on the planet like they're so sweet they're so lovely they love to dance and drink and have a good time and then on my mom's side my great aunt um the Ines, she was like a spy for the anti-regime and she ended up getting kidnapped and taken to jail or prison and one of the guards fell in love with her she was being tortured like they did all these like really ugly like tattoos on her oh and gosh. like just tortured her like, like really fucked up stuff and so one of the guards was like hey if you marry me i'll get you out of here and she basically like, you know spit in his face and was like go fuck yourself and so she stayed there for like another month of like hell and we still don't completely know everything that happened to her um and then she ended up getting into the water, jumping on a raft while getting shot at, and then made it to Miami, and then came to New York, lived in Fort Hamilton, Wow! seeked asylum, and brought my grandparents, my mom, and her brother over. And they all ended up in Jersey. Wow. And That's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. My other cousin... You gotta stop singing about men. They got stuff to actually sing about. <laughs> right? Like, it's crazy. It's so nuts. And I'm the, kidding. The last one I'll tell you is um, my cousin, Vicentico, he ended up becoming a famous... 
Russian ballet, professional Russian ballet dancer, and he wrote several books. And at 12 years old, he is in school and he said something to the kid next to him and was like, I'm going to America. Well, the kid goes back to his parents. They rat him out. They like call the police or the guards or whatever. And my cousin goes to prison for three weeks, 12 years old. And you can only imagine the terrible things that they did to this kid. Like it was just literally torture. And that's where like I really draw the line. You know, it's yeah. like you like people like to talk about, oh, Cuba has this, Cuba has that. It's like Cuba used to be this incredible, incredible, wealthy island. And then these people came in and just destroyed it. Mm. And it's so sad because it's not just adults that mm. suffered. Yeah, Children right. suffered. Oh, yeah. Kids died. Right. You know, they put people in camps, send your take your youngest child, three year olds, you know, and people don't always see that side. Um and so that's something that I would like to advocate in the future is just, you know, we're, my family's just so grateful to be in America. I would I, I get emotional every time I see my grandfather. He had a stroke. He just learned how to rewalk again and talk again. Uh, and he's singing. Definitely got my singing from my <laughs> grandpa. And I just will get emotional. I'll be like, oh, my God, like I have a record deal. I have a song that's like around the world right now. And I look at him and I'm like, I would not be here if it wasn't for you guys, if it wasn't for everyone in the family on both sides who you know, risk their lives just to get out of something really, really awful, scary, yeah. and terrible. So we're super proud. We're proud of where we come from. We remember our culture. I love salsa music. We're always dancing. We're all very loud, active, warm, friendly, community-based. You like Joey Diaz? Ging? <laughs> Joey Diaz? Yeah, claro. Come on, let's go. Claro, claro. <laughs> claro que sí. And, uh, you know, Celia Cruz and Mark Anthony and, and everybody like we love we love all Latinos like you're Cuban, you know, again, Latino gang gang. We're all homies. Um, but then we're also really glad to be in this country yeah. because, well said. you know, we just you can't you can't do this anywhere else. No, you cannot. You can't do this anywhere else. And yeah. it's so hard to come from selling fish on the side of the road to then now like living in New Jersey. And like yeah. we have a pool and we have some right. chickens and it's just it's. Yeah. God is great. God is good. And, and, you know, I think it's so important to remember where you come from, where your history is, and then rejoice and be grateful for where we all are today because there's nothing else like it. Amen. You know, Amen so. to that. Yeah. Amen to that. I think that's a great note to maybe rap on right there. That, yeah, was, that, was, that was your kid. You yeah. couldn't say it any better. Gracias. So, um, yeah. Where can everybody find you? Find this new single that's coming out. Tell us. You can find me everywhere music lives. So, Let's go. So Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Tidal, like Amazon, Amazon Google Play, Yahoo, YouTube, <laughs> everywhere. Also, guys, follow her on Instagram. Lives a, a very fun life. I follow her now. I, I'm always <laughs> Roger's trying, trying to get invited to some parties yeah, over here. Let's to, go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, you can find me SashaPrendes.com. It's S A S H A P R E N D E S. Sounds like Z, Prendes, but in Spanish it's, you know, Sasha Prendes. But so, yeah, it's Prendes with an S. And the single is called Shake This. And I'm just so excited. We got a sneak peek, guys, of the video. You guys got to check it out. Amazing. A lot, of, uh, a lot of hard work put into that. And the cats in there, too. So oh, yeah. Get the cat. <laughs> Got out of the cats. Got out of the cats. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so you guys. much for having us. Yeah, no, really thank you. Excellent. We got to have you sign the board, of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my wouldn't God. Be, wouldn't be Jersey it. without a surfboard, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Jersey, sure. Dude, Here we go. Find and follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Let's go.
Boom.